following message is from Narrative Church, a Lutheran church located in Williamson County, Texas. For more information, go to www.narrative.church. Well, Merry Christmas! Y'all, I don't know if I could have dialed up more wind for this Christmas Eve. But here's what I know. As we read this story, it's full of things that people weren't prepared for, that they weren't expecting. We know that Mary and Joseph for sure were headed to Bethlehem, that the Romans were for sure having this census, and that's where they needed to go. But Joseph had forgotten to hop on Priceline and get a hotel. He's one of those people who gives me a heart attack who says, don't worry, we'll do it when we get there. No, we'll book it five months in advance. But Joseph is thinking, no, we'll be fine. So they get to Bethlehem, and of course, there's no room. But the innkeeper is a bit of a hipster, so he's got the chickens and a donkey out back, and he says, hey, I've got this urban farm. You want to spend the night there? And they say, don't you see that he's, she's pregnant? And he goes, that's fine. Stay back there. So what we know is it was probably less of what we would think of as a barn today and more of something along the lines of a cave. Now, I'd imagine that when you look at pictures of Israel and you look at pictures of Central Texas, very similar. We sit pretty close to the same spot in longitude and latitude, just on opposite sides of the world. So I got to think it was probably a bit of a cool night. And then the unexpected happens. They get into the barn, they settle down, they've hyped themselves up a little bit, you know, looked at each other and said, it's an experience. We're having an adventure. Isn't this great? And then Mary looks at Joseph and goes, so remember that baby. Here he comes. And so now they're in this, this place and they must have gathered hay and things that they could and brought it together. And here comes this baby into the world. And so, uh, you know, just like every mother wants right after she's had a child, especially her first, here come a bunch of shepherds. Where were you, they ask. Oh, we were out in the field. So I'm sure they smelled fine. But they've come in and said, hey, listen, we were hanging out, definitely not partaking in anything that would make us hallucinate. And here comes this angel. And he tells us, hey, the Christ is born. You need to go check this out. So we just came because, you know, when an angel says something, we figure we better do it. And we've read this story so many times. If you've been in the church for any amount of time, you've read this story. But how strange and unprecedented it was that Mary and Joseph end up in Bethlehem on that night when there's no room for them and Jesus is born. It was unprecedented that the first people to proclaim the good news that the Savior had come were shepherds. These were not 
palace messengers. They were not aristocracy. They were not important government officials. These were men who had been staying out with the livestock, who in fact, even as they left, they left their charges because what they were supposed to be doing was watching over the sheep. And so you have this unprecedented moment. At the beginning of the year, if you had asked me and said, hey, Ted, are you going to have Christmas Eve outside in the wind at the brewery? I would have said, stop your talking. You're going insane. But this is what we have this year. This year has thrown at us so many things, and it seems to keep going. But we come together, we brave the wind. I thank all of you for coming out here, for putting on masks, for putting on scarves and headbands and hoodies and grabbing hand warmers. I thank everyone who's online, sitting at home warm. We're not jealous. but slowing down a little bit to remember who Jesus is for us. Because we follow in a line of unprecedented people. That our Savior was born for us. That no one had room for Him and still He came. For us. We are of a people in the church, a lineage that looks back and has met wherever it can. We are blessed to live in a time and in a country where most of the time there are buildings. For us, it was a school, and that changed this year. But the church has always met wherever it can to grow together in following the Savior who came. So today for us, it's online, in living rooms with people who are quarantining, people who are at home with family, people who just couldn't make it. And it's here, in the midst of a beer garden, where somehow today the jet stream has lined up perfectly, where the planes, every plane coming in has lined up on this runway. but we rejoice with the good news. Cold weather doesn't stop the good news. Heavy wind doesn't stop the good news. Loud noises doesn't stop the good news. COVID doesn't stop the good news. That all those ages ago, when there was no room, Jesus came and said, I am here for you. There's a song that we've sung during this Advent season called Baby Son. It's by a guy named John Mark McMillan. And one of the lines that sticks out to me is as he's singing, he says, the in was full and the out was dark. And it's one of these moments that, that the lyrics kind of flip on their head for me that you're expecting something else, but he says, the in is full, the out is dark. We're thinking in, I-N-N, -N, but he's talking in, Inside of us, we're, we're full. 
and the outside seems to be closing in on us. We have stuffed so many things full in our heart to try and fulfill ourselves. And the out seems hopeless. That outside of us seems to fail constantly, and this year has shown us again and again how that looks. So here's my prayer for us on this unprecedented Christmas. That we would slow down just enough to say, Lord, come in again. That great Bible verse from John 1.14, that he would make his dwelling among us. The literal translation is that he would come and pitch his tent with us. That he would physically come and live in and amongst us. Right now, we are looking out on a world where there are a lot of things that seem dark, that cause anxiety and fear and all of those things. So today, may I just proclaim, the King has come. That He has come and we rejoice. That it was shepherds who proclaimed it because that means we get to proclaim it as we go out. That the inn was full because Jesus said, I don't need fancy places to be born. I just need to come into this world. The joy we have today in the midst of everything around us is that the good news of Jesus for us is still as important today as it was when he came. Jesus is for you. When he came into a manger with hay, it was for you. As he grew up and walked through the world, it was for you. As he went to the cross, it was for you. And as he rose again, it was for you. And while the out may look dark right now, let us be filled with the hope of Jesus for us that unprecedented Savior, that as we walk into the world, we declare His goodness and His mercy. And we live in hope and joy. Let's pray. Lord, thank You. Thank You that we can meet together online and here at the Beer Garden. Thank You. Lord, even for the cold wind, for the loud wind chimes, for the planes, for all of it, we thank you that we can be together in masks and socially distanced. Lord, we thank you that we can be together to rejoice in your name. Lord, may we walk out into this world knowing that you came into it as a child, as a baby, as an infant for us. And may we rejoice again and again that we know the name of the one who saves. That even as the dark creeps closer and closer, the light lives within us. Because we have him. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.